hot stuff. I think we got to go, Greg Buckley. All right. So, can we just preface by saying that we are eating nuts whilst recording? Hot nuts. So, it's like, don't hate us. No. It's not, hate the nuts, not the game. That's a thing. It's not a thing. Let's make it a thing. Okay. No, let's not make it a thing. T-shirt, I eat hot nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of the truck backing up. <laughs> right. So we are into it. We are episode number six. Yep. Tahirua Torufa Rima Ono. Ono. Yeah. And we weren't going to be, we weren't going to be taken out at this this particular point in the game. We came close. Mm. Um, crazy people decided to move house. <laughs> Um, we got all out of whack mm-hmm. and we sort of out of schedule but we wanted to remain faithful and loyal to those people that have put their faith and their ears and their listening trust into into our hands yep. and we wanted to deliver episode number 6 it's like you got to deliver mm. podcast land doesn't care if you have <laughs> moving house with like your 20 kids it doesn't matter it's 4 it's 4, it's four. <laughs> But with the like kid power of twenty. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They have a lot of energy. They have a lot of very very energy. <laughs> and and I guess with that we wanted to sort of it's it's that whole conversation around um, how do you acknowledge to the world that you're busy mm. when everybody else is busy? And I'll be honest, I was like, it's one of those things where I actually I hate being the guy that says I'm really busy because that somehow it's like there's this competition that says I'm somehow in a worse position than you and it's kind of this race to the bottom mm. as to well no no you're busy I'm busy you know and it's it's really unhelpful yeah but we sort of wanted to sort of say hey how do we have a, a quick chat um, about the idea of getting it done you know and Remember when we had former Prime Minister Bill English mm, mm, name drop <laughs> on our on our show, and one thing I always remember he said to us, it's like, you know, in his funny little way of it talking, he's like, you've just got to make it all add up. Yeah. And sometimes that's what it feels like, you know, we're in the business of just making it all add up, and sometimes you've got a five and a minus two mm. and a zero and a Pythagoras theorem. <laughs> it's like I don't know, they're all something. But it's like to make this conversation work, mm. um, you know, I've got stuff to do, you've got stuff to do, we've found like a room <laughs> and now we're talking and, and I, why I kind of like that is it, it kind of feels, it feels pretty awesome actually to, you know, to squeeze stuff in mm. because when you get to the level of when you say busyness, mm. the stuff you squeeze in is normally things that you're passionate about. Yeah, totally. And I reckon that's a really cool thing because normally we just squeeze in other people's agendas. Yeah. And that's why I was saying, like, we might have, you know, 20 listen to the podcast, you know, a couple hundred on the Facebook page coming in every day. But the point is, is that we won't ever, we won't ever take it more seriously when there's a million views. Mm. And I think that's maybe what people misinterpret when they get those big views early on. It's like, no, if there's two dads listening to the show and they're looking for their podcast on a Monday, it now is on us to make it happen. Exactly. As it is for us to get our kids to school, yeah. you know, and, and I, I didn't actually have that good a weekend, you know. It's like I ended yesterday 
as a bit of a getting called out from my from my family for being a bit of a grump. <laughs> and it was like, oh man, they're right, you know. <laughs> but it's like you know, today's a new day, and everyone's yep. still nice. And like my son said to my wife, she he was like, oh, dad's in a good mood. And I was like. What do you guys mean? He's like, oh, you know, your eyebrows aren't facing down. They're, <laughs> they're facing up. And, like, yeah. I still feel a bit embarrassed because I got a bit offended, you know. I was like, oh, I'm happy all the time, you know. Maybe you guys should give me a bit of space and realize what I'm putting in for you. And then I just kind of sat back and I was like, oh, you drongo, <laughs> you know. But, again, it's making it all add up, you know, and just... And I also think, like you say, you touched on a really interesting point around um, passion and how important it is. I mean, not everybody's in the position where they're fortunate enough to be um, 100% passionate about what they do. And then there's a train of thought that says, well, you know, you ultimately have the power to change it. But let's acknowledge for a second that that's possibly for some people not an option. Um, I think at least being able to find work find meaning in your work is really mm. important and it's real interesting like you think about your week as it stands mm. and don't get us wrong I mean I think both both well anybody that knows Will and I knows that we appreciate downtime um, as much as the next guy but and, and we're not necessarily killing this in terms of being really awesome at it we're just trying to figure it out in real time as Mr. Fleming um, likes to say mm. um, but I think if you look at your week and you go if I'm 120% truly honest with myself, how much latent capacity is actually there? Because if I use this kind of lens that says, how much of the work and stuff that I do every week do I genuinely feel like I care about and that has the ability to change the world that I live in? And how much of the stuff that I get caught up in doing does neither of those things? Mm. And if you can let go of the stuff that does neither of those things and you can fill up some of that space with some of the stuff that does do those things, Mm. how much better on balance do you feel and how much more fulfilled do you feel? Because when, you know, you might be running at 95 or 99 or, you know, 102% capacity, but you at least know that it's worthwhile. Mm. And I think that that has been a really important... um, little hack that I think I know for myself I've had to really really um, drill down into Um, just because you say no it doesn't make you a bad guy Um, but I I think you don't say no for the sake of saying no say no because you don't find those two things or three things you know it makes you you feel like you can make a difference you feel like it's meaningful if you can't if you can't find that in what you're being asked to do then that's it's totally cool to say no. Mm. Um, but otherwise, if those two things are there, I'd, I'd be challenging people to go, I'm sure you can find the time to get amongst it. I definitely think you're right. <clears throat> and I think part of the problem we have that needs to be kind of, you know, talked about more is like, how, how do you even frame your life up to be doing what you enjoy? Mm. Because for me, that's the wrong way to look at it. Like, doing what you enjoy is doing what you love. And doing what you love is should be something that comes to you, mm-hmm. you know? And, and for me, it's like, that's where, like, a mentor would come in to say, you know, I see this in you. That, did you know mm-hmm. that you're showing all these attributes? And, and actually, there's one of the hardest things to, to work out. And, you know, going back to the kind of education space that we're in, it's like 
I, I look at my dad and he like had like three options when he left school you know mm-hmm. you're a builder if you're smart you're a doctor yeah. if you're somewhere in the middle you're whatever yeah. and I always thought that was a real negative for him but now I look at the students that I kind of mentor and teach and they've got so many options that mm. it ends up that you know you've got too many things on offer mm. and you don't know what to do yeah, yeah. so it's actually like if you can be lucky enough or you know I, I'm trying to find ways that I can actually help offer practical solutions to mm. finding what it is you like you know so one of the ways that I have been thinking about is like Ask yourself, what can you do for hours and hours mm. that doesn't feel like work? And mm. it can't be just like partying or nightclubbing or, no, no. you know, there's like, for example, with my work and video making, I can edit for hours mm. and it doesn't feel like work because yeah. my brain is sinking with it. But I don't expect everyone to uh, have that. And that's actually where value comes in because I can do it when others would find it tedious mm. so it's like what is it about each of us that that really locks in and then you've got something practical to aim towards you've still got to do the hard mileage and mm. w- ask yourself what what is it i'm really good at mm. or what is it i enjoy doing but i i think we could double the amount of time we actually excuse me <laughs> coke hot nuts <laughs> that's a t-shirt uh, I think we should double the amount of time when we're younger that we actually critically ask people what they want oh, exactly. not like what do you want to do as a career it's like what do you actually enjoy one of the I mean one of the questions that I often ask the students that we're dealing with here is you know if I had a million dollars that I could give to you and the only prerequisite was that you had to do something for 40 hours a week you know it's asking that same question in a different way mm. and you know you have to be able to tell me what it is you do and it might not necessarily be the be all and end all but it's certainly a starting point as mm. to how you decipher that sense of I'm going to put two feet on the ground today because I know I can do this as good as if not better than the next person yeah and the other thing I think is really interesting is is um being able to articulate your passion is a bit like um, it's an it's an analogy that I heard um, from someone in regards to creativity, but I also think it relates to life, really. So the analogy goes: um, creativity is like gunpowder. Um, you pull that gunpowder on it on the table, you light it, it fizzes and smokes, and it goes everywhere. Put that same gunpowder in a excuse me. In a cardboard tube, it becomes a firework, and people kind of gather around it and watch it and ooh and ah. You put that same gunpowder into a bullet case, and it becomes a deadly weapon. Mm. Um, and the object is, is that you know, creativity is one of those things um, that can be really, really hard to harness. And often, that you know, we seek as creatives to not have to to be limitless and. In, in potential where in, in reality what we need is a bullet casing so we can go out and be effective and do the job um, you know to basically become a deadly weapon to be a deadly weapon a deadly weapon and and so I guess my thinking is, would be that passion would probably serve as a um, it could potentially serve as either the gunpowder or the bullet casing you know being able to articulate your passion and then put all of your enthusiasm for life into that mm. um your passion ultimately becomes the bullet casing that gives you that direction, the ability to go out and to really do the things that you need to do for your family. Yeah. Um, and again, it can be a really hard question to answer, but um, it's also really a really freeing one when you can remove yourself from the expectations of every other person in your life and simply go, my alarm's gone off, 
what is the thing that puts two feet on the ground in the morning mm. after I've had one and a half hours sleep because I've been up all night with, um, you know, with baby and I've been vomited on and I've changed pooing nappies and, and the alarm's gone off. What stops me from rolling over and going back to sleep? And <coughs> start there, Definitely. articulate that, think through that action of legs out of bed, mm. legs on the floor. And that there is the building block from which anything and all things are possible. And, you know, like, it's just about repeating, 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 eh? Like, today, my version of that would have been try better, you know? Try better. Try and bite your tongue when you need to. Because the problem with, like, emotions is they're not always fair, (laughs) you know? So you, you act a certain way because whatever chemicals are firing hindsight is awesome you know and you can you know go through it and and whatever but tomorrow we get another shot and you just have to kind of see it like that you know up until the day when tomorrow doesn't come yeah you've got another shot you know and it's like that's pretty cool that's a that's like an inbuilt awesomeness you know it's like reminds me of something that i literally just read as i was about to come into uh to this discussion and i think again the 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 thinking goes, um, imagine you had uh, $56,380 in your bank account and then somehow someone comes in and steals $10 of that. Uh, do you go in and then you go and spend the other 55300 and whatever many dollars in that bank account going after the person that um, spent that $10? in order to try and get your money back. Um, and the point that was made was there's 56,380 seconds in the day and do we spend the 10 seconds going after the person or the after the, the, the fact that that person's 10 seconds or throwaway comment might have changed? You know, do we let that change the outcome of our entire day <laughs> uh, just to try and correct them and get, you know, get back at them? Or do we simply go, actually, we can reset tomorrow get our 56,380 seconds back and have another crack mm-hmm. um, it's interesting I'd be interested to hear your thoughts yeah I really like that Greg I think that's a really good what do they call it they call it a mind experiment no what's that thing they do um, where you actually oh, I don't know it's lunchtime. <laughs> We're eating hot nuts. Sorry, just on that, um, be really interested to, to get your thoughts. If you are a podcast listener, um, do head over to the Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash raddadsnz. Jump on and just comment. Just let us know that you've been listening to the podcast and, um, yeah, you might have your two cents to chuck into the mix because... Like we like to make sure that people know we're not experts. We're simply just trying to navigate our way through this. Mm, mm. And we just happen to be recording it for everyone else. Yeah. But at the same time, I think what we're doing is like letting a bit of steam out of the room. Oh, totally. You know, it's like the amount of conversations I have where like, oh, what's that rad dad's thing about? (laughs) And I have to kind of explain it. And they're like, oh, that's a really solid idea. Yeah. And I'm like, well... Yeah, and everyone likes it. <laughs> it's like, let's think of more things that are cool, solid ideas yeah, yeah, that, we can that actually help people and yeah. offer value and tick all the boxes. Um, I like this idea of our topic today being about being super busy and trying to navigate your way through, and that that doesn't mean you always get it right. No, you no. know, for me to say that I had a bit of a crap day yesterday and I'm tail between my legs today just trying to 
work out. I, I think of another famous dad that joined us, Mike McRoberts. Hmm. Name drop. And uh, you have to clean up all those names up. <laughs> put them back into my LinkedIn. Um, he was talking about you know they live for a long, long time. Hmm. You know, touch wood. Yeah. And you know, today I certainly know I'll be working hard to make sure that they're not always just seeing the guy with the, the grumpy eyebrows. It's yeah. like, you know. But, you know, it's like so many variables, you know. It's like our job sometimes is not to be the friend. Mm. It's to be the leader. And the leader has to call you out if it's not going right. Yeah. But, again, it's like, I'm probably rambling a bit. Well, yeah. All I would say is that, you know, ultimately at, at the end of every day, if you're able to sit down and go, my kids um, know today what they're capable of, um, what they're capable of tomorrow, and I've done one thing that helps them take a step towards how awesome they are and are becoming, we're winning. Mm. You know, And that's going to come about in a number of different ways. It's going to be good, bad, and indifferent. But as long as, and, and sometimes the easiest way to be able to do that is to make that decision yourself. Mm. You know, what have I done so that I can lead by example? Mm. Um, and if, you, if you're doing that, man, everything else after that is just a, a win and a bonus that you can kind of celebrate along the way. Are we like thera- thera- therapeutic solutions for each other when we talk out loud? I, th- I think so. Maybe this whole dad thing is just like one big giant physio not physiotherapy because <laughs> we don't massage your leg while you're listening to us but it's nice eh? I think so I think it's good man and I think does it boggle your mind sometimes thinking about like the hard hitters of dads that come in and just talk you know talk about cool stuff I think it, it, it only serves to really reinforce that fact that um, it's that ultimate level that we always talk about and it is cool it is cool that is um it's 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 that one thing that returns all of us guys back to zero, mm. levels the playing field. You know, it's a bit like playing. Um, it's like playing restricted grade rugby. <laughs> you know, like I was I was always the littlest guy playing open grade, and I was always like terrified. Um, and it's kind of like being able to go back to playing restricted. Like fatherhood is restricted grade rugby, where everybody <laughs> is under the weight limit, mm-hmm. and and you got this. It's not. It's not as terrifying as we think. I was third form, an open grade. Yeah, yeah. And I remember my first game. I was at prop, <laughs> and some other seventh former um, was propping against me, and he really hurt me. My first. He, he didn't realise I was young at thirteen. Yeah. You know, he's like seventeen or whatever. And the next scrum that came up, the older boys in the team that. They were just like, who's this young, fat kid, you know? And they were just like, hey, he's only third form. Don't scrum so hard. And the guy was like, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so the next scrum, he was like, you're right, mate. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, whoa, that was weird. <laughs> but I'm like, don't put a third former in a seventh form team based on weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right, though. It is open grade and... Um, we're always third form when we're fatherhood, eh? Exactly. Forever third form. Forever Just, third form. Yeah. Grandparents are like seventh formers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give, give the dad a break. And on that crazy roundabout trip through all things fatherhood, uh, we bring episode six to a close. 
Um, we are looking, we're changing things up a little bit. We're just in transition of looking at um, the dad cave coming into possibly a, 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 an evening slot. Um, but do keep a lookout for that podcast on a Monday. Uh, like anything, um, this is happening in amongst real life and real things. So uh, we're doing our best to keep up with the hot demands of our listeners and content viewers um, but most importantly more than anything else uh, we really really truly 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 do value uh, your input because uh, aside from being a, a therapeutic release for Will and I just to be able to talk about fatherhood and um, help align each other's thoughts um, we really really do get a kick from being able to have other dads join the conversation so if you're not already part of the conversation get amongst it if you know dads that could or should be um, encourage them along uh, keep an eye out back on back on the TV on the 5th of March which That's right. is next Monday back on breakfast back, back on breakfast and really really looking to uh, just build your guys support so we can take this really really awesome I've said really really lots because I've had lots of caffeine today so I repeat myself but we want to take this awesome message uh, to the world and just say hey uh, us dads we're right and um, we've got a really important part to play in our kids life I so want to tell them that creative idea you rang me with yesterday <laughs> oh, let, let us let us talk let us talk to the powers that be yeah it's a gangster idea it's so big <laughs> that most likely it won't happen however we did where there's a dad there's a way well we did manage to get three ha- or three helicopters two helicopters three helicopters two helicopters two helicopters and two TV crews to come and watch us chuck rugby balls out of a thing true so we're about well let's be honest it's probably not quite halfway there to that but we're at least on the way it's a biggie. It's a biggie. It's, it's a pretty a biggie. biggie. Sweet as dads, thanks right. for listening. Happy, uh, happy dating, and uh, we'll talk soon.